Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. I can't believe that it is Christmas Eve's Eve's. And because it is, you know what that means. The holiday boys are here. We're here. We're hanging out. Doing our ear in review because it's Van's last day before the end of 2021. And I mean, he's taking vacation. It's not like he's leaving of this earth. I mean, we got a few days. Who knows? I don't. Who does? No one. Nobody. No one. You don't know when your number's up. I am Fred Slow, and I'll be here alongside you, friend of the show, up until 6 p.m. this evening. At 6 p.m. this evening, we'll hand it over to Thursday Night Football because the San Francisco 49ers will be playing at the Tennessee Titans in a, pl- a playoff-implicating matchup on a Thursday night before a holiday weekend, before there's four more straight days of football. Oh, my goodness. They got a good get on Thursday, two weeks in a row. Is that a good game? Or three weeks in a row. What are those teams, 7-7? Seven and seven? Two playoff teams. Their fate hangs in the balance. San Fran is eight and six, and I think Tennessee is nine and four. Okay, so I was pretty the close. beloved San Francisco Forty Niners. Uh, is is Travis Henry back yet? No, Derrick Henry is, yep. is Derek out Henry's for a out. long time. That's who I meant. All right, well I'm gonna skip that one. It's holiday weekend. I don't have time for that. I'm not gonna start off on the wrong foot. Can you imagine going to Christmas Eve like? A lot of families do Christmas Eve on, like, Christmas on Christmas Eve, and then they do, like, Christmas on Christmas because, like, families aren't nuclear anymore due to, like, free will. Sure. It's 2021. Yeah. You could live your own family life. That's how I feel. It's okay. I'm not about to sit down with my Christmas Eve morning stocking and be like, hey, heck of a show last night by um, Steve Young. He's not there anymore. Who is it? Jeff Garcia? <laughs> It's the best looking dude in the NFL, Jimmy Garoppolo, Fred. He might make my year in review list. True to the game on tonight? Mike's coming in after the game. Yeah, true to the game okay. will be on, yes. And then we are off tomorrow because it is Christmas Eve, observed by the station. We are off Saturday. Now, Michael, you believe you'll be here Saturday morning. Yes, I'm running Ryan's show, yeah. Right, a lot of dedication there from you boys. I'm going to tell you, not the decision I would have made no. on Christmas morning. Not whatsoever. You should be unwrapping packages, Vital, Christmas morning. That's how I feel. What do you mean, sleep? Or sleep. That's not for me. Sleeping? I can only do it in spurts. I'm not, like an, I'm, I'm not an oversleep guy. Can't sleep for 10 straight hours? No, God, no. I can't. I could sleep for like seven, and then a couple hours later sleep for another two. I'm into that. I'm lucky if I get four. I'm like a six. I'm like a six-hour guy. You are a six. Yeah. For sure. I sleep six hours, yeah. and that's about it. Like, I don't... Oh, time to get up. So does that, does that mean you only got to sleep four hours in L.A. since you're an Albuquerque six? That make you an L.A. four? It depends when you go to bed. Okay. 
So football, if you're listening to your radio, or excuse me, national programming all day tomorrow, that will include whoever is sitting in for Jim Rohn and Colin Cowherd because they're like us. They're taking the day off. Hey, speaking of the Niners, I'm going to send a shout-out uh-huh. to a friend of the show, Chris Sanchez. Yeah, how's he? And his um, father-in-law, not really father-in-law, Mel, two friends of the show I met today. Chris and Mel Sanchez? Chris, uh, I don't know Mel's last name, but Chris' Chris, last name is Sanchez. Chris Sanchez and Mel Plus. Yeah, Mel something. Not Brooks. Not LeBlanc. Chris runs Three Brothers Glass. I got my headlights restored today. You could have asked me that because I already knew that Three Brothers Glass does headlights restoration. That's like their thing. Did you get it done too? I've never done it because my car got stolen, but I know that's their thing because I... I'm familiar with doing like the toothpaste trick, and it doesn't work. No, 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 no. no. You, you got to go to a pro. You got to go to pros, and that pro being Three Brothers Glass. Oh, and oh, nice. Chris Sanchez did a great job on mine today. Chris, do me a favor, text the program if you're listening right now five zero five two four six zero six ten, and let us know Mel's last name. Okay, yeah, that'd be nice. Mel knows who he is. Three brothers. You just gonna say their name? They got contact information. Do you know? Well, I only know one of the brothers. It's called Three Brothers, okay. but I only met Chris. And I'll tell you what, he is a great dude and a big Niners and Dodgers fan. And how are his brother Yachty and Benji? <laughs> Those are the Molinas. Oh, my bad. Not the Sanchez. Right. So you got your headlights did? Yeah. And this is because you're driving to Flagstaff for the holiday weekend and you were not comfortable going over the highway with your crappy Prius headlights. That is correct. The weather is supposed to be poor. And today I learned that Prius headlights burn really hot. And so... The inside of the headlight gets really foggy, and it ruins the beam going out of your light. So the outside of my lights look brand new, but the inside just still a little cloudy. I learned that today from Chris Sanchez of Three Brothers Glass. Check him out on Facebook and Instagram. And this is not a paid advertisement. I just met a cool dude today, and I wanted to say hi. Oh, How about that? We were at Revel last night. We didn't introduce yet. I apologize. Mike Vitale, welcome to the program. Happy Merry Christmas to you. If I didn't hit on it, Van Nunley, um, you are the gift that keeps on giving. Welcome to the program. Oh, hey, buddy. So we were live at Revel last night doing a little judging on a comedy gong show. And you would think Revel, comedy gong show, that's not going to be your boys' audience. Like, no one's going to listen to the show there. No one's going to know you. Well, that would have been spot on, actually. It was, uh, we, we could have just hit in the back. We were... It was not our demographic. No. It was not our demographic, but I'll tell you what. We met some new friends. Yes. Some new friends of the show, and uh, a lot of people still do not care for us. Congratulations. So, no. there's that. Congratulations to the Gong Show champion, Tyler, Lo- Tyler Lovely, who we will have on the program next week. My van is gone. How many times did the gong gong? Oh, God, we gonged it a lot. <laughs> About half. I'd say half oh, of the performance. way off. There were 15, and 11 of them got gonged. So that's way more than half. You know I'm not a math guy. No. I'm not a math guy. I was willing to gong early. I I left with less friends than I had when I got there, and I had zero when I got there. So that means I made more people. You made more yeah. enemies. It was good, though. So if you're in the radio tomorrow, CBS National uh, programming all day, cool. And then Saturday, apparently Michael and Ryan Tamari are here. I would check with upper management on that, Michael. I would. Maybe put in a grievance. What it says on the schedule. I'm seeing it on the schedule. I just I would well, look I'd look for a verbal confirmation on that one. I think you might get smoten 
by our uh, our old buddy JC. Uh, you're not supposed to work on his birthday, yeah, I've been told. I've heard. Unless you work at Denny's or Allsup's, then game on. Cleveland at Green Bay um, is the first game on Saturday. That's a 2 p.m. start. And then Indianapolis at Arizona. I think that's also? Or it just starts right after? Is that right? So it's like as soon as it ends, then they start it. Sports fan, you're going to have to set up extra TVs because you're going to be double fisting with NFL and NBA. Because the the Packers and Browns game is on Fox, I think, and then NFL Network will be the one following. Yeah, but they they cheese it in a way to where they can slide the start. Like, they're not going to make you have to watch two at once. They're pretty smart about that. If you're traveling this weekend, you're like, oh, I got to get in the car. I got to go to my family. Make sure you get the podcast. Two men is on. Two men on is on Spotify, and we're on iTunes. Kind of check us out anywhere you stream your music or your podcast. Talkabq.com. Then I will return Monday. Okay. Okay. So Monday the twenty seventh, I will be back, and that's the regular short Monday show before Monday Night Football. Me and Robert Gibson will be here. That's a just a gift, right there. Yeah. You, you did, if you didn't get anything that you really like on Christmas. Tune in on Monday. Mm-hmm. You two together are just an absolute gift. You will not be here. I will not. No, you're going to flag. Yeah, we did yeah. We did tradesies. Okay. I get Christmas, you got Thanksgiving. Good deal for me. Yeah. I don't like to travel to St. Louis during the winter. I wouldn't either. It's going to be snowing on my way to northern Arizona. That's why I wanted to do my headlights, because it might get dangerous. Lady Lobos play at 1.30 next Tuesday. I will be there to accept an award. And then our program will start after the Lobo game. So that's dependent upon well, the Lobo game. Let's see. Do you know what the award is? Is it just like best dude of the year? Uh, I think I think that's what it is. Like um, most unlikely to retire his tender. And then they're going to give me an award for it. So, okay. That's yeah. smart. So it's a world of excitement as far as that's a world of excitement. Programming aside now. Okay. It's your last day, because it's your last day. We talked about doing the cheers and jeers of 2021. Right. So we normally do cheers and jeers on the last day of 2021. Right. But not this day. Well, this day is not the last day. This day is my last day, and it's our last day together. Correct. Yes. So we're not going to break down from last night the local anything. We're not going to break down the local high school anything. Nope. We're not going to break down Wednesday night football, which I assume they had. Probably. Yeah. COVID updates, not from us. Not today. So we're giving you the cheers and jeers today. And I'm going to give you just a, we're not going to do one. We're going to finish out this segment. But I'm just going to tease it a little bit. So we're going to do, here's some topics we got. So we're going to do rookie of the year. Ooh. Okay. Now I said cheers and jeers. Okay. So we're going to do also, like if you have the best one, we're going to do the worst one. See, I'm a super positive guy. So yeah. I'm not going to have a lot of worsts. Well, but I'll have a few. Yeah. We're not going to lambast all. We're just going to pick out, like, the one that is significantly the worst. Sure, the ones that deserve it. So, like, for instance, if it's a rookie, like, the best one could be one of many. Sure. Like, there's many rookies, and this crossed all sports and definitions of the word rookie. Right. And then if there's a rookie, you're like, oh, that rookie, like, should have came in and made a really big impact. And I'll do, like, spoiler alert, Trevor Lawrence sucks. Oh, we're going to get into that later. So that's going to be yeah. like a strong possibility for my jeers. Yes. Okay. 
So rookie, we're going to do champion, we're going to do championship team, coach, comeback of the year, best game, athlete, best moment, best play, movies, TV, music. We're going to do our best personal moments of the year, performance of the year, biggest loser and winner of the year, biggest disappointment and biggest excitement, biggest bust and biggest burst. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm stoked. 505-246-0610. Always contribute. Hit us up with your best and worst of the year, 505-246-0610. Also on the Sports Animal text line, give us your best and worst of the year. From the text already, was Gene Gene the Dancing Machine there? Good show from Martin and the Rio Communities. Now, I don't know Gene Gene the Dancing Machine. I have to assume this relates to where you got your headlights unfogged. And I'm sorry, Michael, I was talking. You said friend of the show Danny is on? Oh, Lenny. Lenny already knows in the year in review that there's going to be a little bit of WWE love here. Lenny, welcome to the program. How you doing? So which one do you choose going to Flagstaff? That would be me, Van. What day? I, I can't really give you my exact travel okay. itinerary uh, uh, okay. or I'll location where I'm going. I'm out in Flagstaff all next week. Ooh. Oh, no way. Right. Lenny, yeah. hey. I'm out there with my daughter all next week. I'll Except tell you what, Jen, Lenny. Until January 1st, then we go see the Notre Dame game. Lenny, hang on the line with Vital, and I will give you my personal contact information. I should say it wrong. Monday, I'm not there. Tuesday if, to the end, I'm there. So if you're not there, if if you meet before then, I'm not. If, but, we're, if we're not uh, snowed in, I will buy you a cup of coffee or a pint because you have been OG friend of the show since we started. Day oneer, Lenny. Yeah. Lenny's been here since day one. Lenny's ride or die, and I want to show my appreciation. No, that sounds good. That's why I was bringing that. But let's go with tonight's game. And let's go with Tennessee. Sure. Losing. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee, sure. Niners I mean, taking it. I mean, Niners have been riding it good. And right now, you know, they have a little bit of a pass because uh, the Cardinals' wings are getting clipped. So we'll see. And then game of the week, Jacksonville and the Jets. Okay, well, we're doing the best of the year program, Lenny. Is this the best game of the year? No, no, no. I'm just hoping for the Jets that they lose because then that bolts them into the possible number one pick in the draft. The along with getting Seattle's number one draft pick for Jamal Adams' trade. I agree, and the Lions won't lose again for the rest of the year. Right. And the so, Jets are going to screw up I'm that just, pick no matter where they pick. Right. You know that, right? So I'm just hoping that I want to see the Jets tank. For once, on purpose, but with my luck, they'll tank on purpose and figure out a way to win. And, you know, just go for the draft pick. What are you playing for at this point? I mean, you got to fix the problem that you have. So, and then, all kidding aside, we'll go back to Bills and Patriots. I'm still going to go with the Patriots. The Bills look good last week. Belichick will right the wrong from last week. And that was a little bit of a wake-up call that, hey, we're not as good as we think we are yet. I think the Bills are fool's money. I think if you put money on the Bills, you're giving money away. I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that because I'm picking the Bills this yeah. week to beat the right. Patriots because I am a fool. And, and, and a few weeks ago when I gave you the Chargers, I'm sorry, I didn't go into that game realizing they were going to go for five fourth downs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, you gave points up to lose a chance for a better playoff spot. So, 
I, I just don't understand what. And I'm going to go with another, uh, just a little upset: the Vikings over the Rams. Yeah, I got that too. Uh, today, Dalvin Cook is declared out, so it's the uh, Amir Abdullah show for Minnesota. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't know what's worse right now with all these players dropping out. I don't know how the NBA and NHL finishes the season. I yes, hard yes. Yeah, it's, I, they're going to need one month off, and then they're going to end up stretching into the summer. I think that right. goes. And then if the football had to cancel a game and try to push back a playoff game, that's not going to happen because at the end of the day, you can't push back the Super Bowl. No, you cannot. It's There's too much logistics around it. And also, we are going, so I don't want to have to rebook my Airbnb. That is so right. that's And then that's even better, you win the national championship for college football by default. They can push it back to the 8th. I don't know if you guys saw that. They said, right. It, yeah. it can get pushed back four days. But can you imagine still? I mean, let's use the example like yesterday where uh, they dropped out of the Gator Bowl and they're trying now to get Rutgers to play. All those players are scattered already. How are you going to bring them back, test them, and have them available? Give them a really good swag bag? No, but I'm just saying is clear COVID protocol from wherever they're coming back from. No, you're not wrong. I mean, because they, yeah, you'd have to do, you'd have to do it right now. You got to skip Christmas. You got to miss grandma. I mean, it, it depends. And oh, bum, 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 bum. breaking news: Rutgers accepted the invite. Finally. There they go. Finally, officially of accepted. going to accept the invite. That's a okay. lot of money. How can you turn that down? The armpit of football on the East Coast. Nice. <laughs> yes, Lenny. Yes. Oh, sir, they're five and seven, and they're horrendous. I would have rather have seen them call up Deion Sanders and go, Deion, do you want to jump up a division? I mean, I don't hate that either. Lenny, we've got to grab a break because we're at right. it. Um, you guys have a good one. I'll give Vital my number. Yeah. Hang, well, hang on. We Vital will give you Van's number. That's way easier. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Stick All around. Right. Don't hang up. Also, from the texter, Mel Martinez. Mel Martinez. Mel Martinez. Shout out to Mel Martinez, at friend of the show. Class. Appreciate the kind words, guys. That is a um, that's an un like like we're, that's an unpaid endorsement, is what that is. Yeah, that's just quality work from quality people. You have their phone number legit? Is that in front of you? Do, right do you? Oh, what is it? Five zero five six eight one three eight seven two. If you need any glass repair, windshield repair, headlight restoration, so, get a hold of Chris Sanchez at Three Brothers Glass. I legit just chipped my windshield on my new truck. Well, there you go. I should just go to him. Chris gets to meet both of us randomly in a week. How about that? I have the insurance that covers it. Ooh. The, the, like, pay for it for you one. Okay. The one you pay, like, $10 a month for or whatever. Sweet. This sounds like the deal. I'm going to text Chris. Do it. Let's go to break. When we get back, we start our best of the year in review. And when I say best of cheers and jeers, Dave and Busters presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. We're doing cheers and jeers for 2021. Connect with us. Texter's going crazy, so I think people are off work today. They're just hanging out. 505-246-0610. You text the boys, the boys will text you. Give us a call, too. We, we, I, we got a bunch of categories, so we're not going to move fast. We're going to give everything what it deserves, uh, but we're just going to laugh a little bit. So uh, let's just lead with rookie. Like, it's the first year. It's the first year of our program. 
two men on is in its rookie season. Sure. Yeah. All right, so cheers and jeers. We're, I mean, we're up for rookie of the year. Like, we could win that award. Like from the New Mexico Broadcasters Association? That's correct. We're up for a couple awards. Like inside baseball to the listener, I won't tell you which ones they are. You can guess. I think we hear back January? Yeah. I think. I'm pretty confident we're going to get the biggest douches of the year. I don't. I think we're favorites. I don't think that's an award. Oh, is that not one? No. That's what I applied for. Are you talking about the Razzies? Oh, no. Did I apply to the wrong thing? Did you apply to the New Mexico Razzies of the year? I think I did. Oh, God. that not good? This, you're very bad with technology. Well, I mean, I got an email from the Prince of Nigeria, and he said, you're up for an award. Send me $230. Michael, Van is the type who will put, <laughs> like, if your email is, like, your name, like, your first name dot your last name, Van will type, a like, a... Like a, a comma. Van will put a comma in there every time, and it'll be like, your email doesn't work. And it's like, you know you're not a type. Like, you put a comma in there. Oh, I write the word comma out. <sighs> Is this not correct either? <laughs> you don't have to. Are you going to go jeers or cheers first on rookie? Uh, You first. Go. Right, so we're going to go cheers. All right. Okay. Who do you got? Cheers. I got two. Okay. Okay. One has a special place in my heart, and the other one has a special place in my home. Ah. My first rookie of the year is Seafood Sam. All right. I don't know who that is. I know you don't, because I will never, ever suggest music to you. Seafood Sam is a Long Beach, California rapper that I just found out about this year, and he has released three albums this year, and he is absolutely killing it. So if you need some good hip-hop in your life, check out Seafood Sam. Okay, there you go. My other rookie of the year. What's well, my turn? Oh, by by all means. I got Randy Rosarina on my list. Smart. I think Randy Rosarina is going to be the best player in baseball pretty quick if Mike Trout doesn't figure it out health wise. Randy Rosarina is already like a top ten guy. Yeah. You think to- you think he's going to surpass Soto, Tatis, Acuna, Trout levels? I. I- from from where he's starting in year one compared to where those other guys start in year one, I think he's already ahead. Year one to year one to year one to year one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he should get the rookie of the year like the last three years. That's what I'm saying. Because he's played excellent in the past three years. He's been a rookie. He just hasn't <laughs> He just hasn't played enough to get qualified a rookie. So I'm going with Randy Rosarina is on my cheers list. And I'm doing my best to not have every answer be baseball. Yeah. But this one has a special place in my home. And when it's my old hometown of Carlsbad, New Mexico, rookie of the year, Trevor Rogers. Oh, okay. The big lefty. Yeah, that's a very good one. The big stud for the Miami Marlins, the Derek Jeter-led Miami Marlins. Yeah. So Trevor Rogers and Seafood Sam are tied for my rookies of the year. I have Jamar Chase on my list. That's a good one. I I didn't realize his numbers were what his numbers were. Yeah. And not only is he like an all-pro, but he like could be the best all-pro. He's like as good as anybody not named Cooper Cup or Devontae Adams. Yes. And they're in the other division. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to go with conference is what I meant. So I'm going to put Jamar Chase. And I got one more cheer. Okay. I got Bianca Belair. Are you familiar with Bianca? I've heard you talk about her before. So Bianca Belair 
won the Women's Royal Rumble last January and That's went on a big deal. Yeah, went on to main event day one of the WrestleMania against Shasha Banks in front of approximately twenty five thousand people at Raymond James Stadium, which was the first crowd attended pro wrestling event since March eighth of twenty twenty, the year before that. She's changed the game, like and. Because he is, excuse me, because WWE had like all this time to like not travel around the country and perform, they made like a bunch of documentaries on her. They super sold her well. Every like young girl who's into like sports entertainment, Bianca Belair is their favorite wrestler. So I'm going to go with Bianca Belair, Belair, who won the main event of WrestleMania on night one in the, uh, in, in the most impressive fashion possible. Okay. That's an excellent answer. Now you got your jeers? I do. My my jeer rookie of the year. Okay. My jeer rookie of the year. Wait, it, did we get Michael's cheer? Michael, do you have a cheer rookie of the year? Was there anyone that jumped out at you? The uh, Cowboys, Micah Parsons. Right, I watched him on. a couple games, doing? and he's so dominating. He, he knows messing. he knows his crowd. He's just, like, he's just with playing. Me, he's just playing the Cowboys fan. That's I mean, it's messed up. It's messed up. My jeer rookie of the year would be the Omicron variant. Yeah, not great. Not great. Screw that guy. He's tried, ruining everything that I love. I tried to leave COVID off my list. It's only prominent really in one spot. Okay. Well, I got a COVID answer for everything. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, to me, and it's because you know I hate Notre Dame. I think it's Zaire Williams who plays in Memphis. You're drafted 10 number all like in the NBA. You're averaging no points. You're playing a ton of minutes. You're doing nothing on the court. And I don't like Notre Dame anyways. So for you to get to Memphis and be a top 10 pick and do nothing, you're doing nothing. Okay. Also, I realize he's battling injury. I mean, that's what it is. But I'm going to put him on my jeer list. I'll give him until next year to figure it out. All right, you want to go champion? Let's do champions. So champions. Wait, we're at the break. How does time fly so fast? We're quite verbose. Michael, can you believe this? It's like it's the end of the year. We can't even figure this thing out. I know. I'm not paying attention today. Got the holiday itches, I guess. It's well, okay, buddy. It, you know you what it is. Get a little Z-pack. You get rid of it in three days. A lot of people brought Michael their Christmas gifts today for Michael, so he's just back there snacking. He's back there probably having a little sippy of something. Yeah, don't eat that hot sauce yet. Is that what it is, Michael? You're going to need some yeah, milk. Yeah, that looks good. Oh, no way. Is it that hot? It's hot. Oh, I milk. love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't play. And I got pickles, too. Not for you, for your lady friends. So weird. It's weird to be braggadocious about that. <laughs> Where we get back, our cheers and jeers champion and championship team of the year. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the texter, people enjoyed the gong show last night at Revel, so that is nice. That was a lot of fun last night. Thanks for the Christmas wishes, Martin. Yeah. That's very nice of you. Robert Gibson and Scott Bibiano put that on. It was by six in the industry. Yeah. What's the name of this company? Reloaded Talent? Is that what it is? Reloaded Industries? I'm going to look that up. They did very good, though. It was a killer event. Sold out show. A lot of great comedians. Reloaded Talent Booking and Promotions. Oh, there you go. Google check, that. Check them out on social media. Located here in town. But they're the ones that are putting on like Ice Cube and Too Short and Cypress Hill and like all those guys. That's in early March. And I believe it's out at Santa Ana. Is that correct? It's Rio Rancho Event Center, isn't it? Oh, that that's what I meant to say. Sure. You know what I meant to say. 
Oh, I thought you might have meant the casino. No, they, it's at the event center. Right. Yeah. Friend of the show, Rio Rancho Event Center. Baby Bash will be there, which means I will be there. Okay. I know you're a big Baby Bash guy. Sugar, how you get so fly? You really like babies as long as you don't have to hold them. And luckily, that baby is a full-grown adult. I've gone through this bit many a time, and it's, I don't mind your kids. It's, they got to be like good kids. Right, right, right. Like, I, like, I'm not trying to overly complex it. We have employees here at Cumulus that bring their kids in. I'm into that if they're a good kid. You're from St. Louis, and you got an old-school father. Yeah. Like, you will take kids behind the woodshed and give them the hose. Uh, what does that mean? 505-246-0610. Would you like to translate what I just said? <laughs> like spray them with a hose? <laughs> okay, if they're, if there's like a medium kind of disruption, you spray them with the hose. And if it's like really bad, you beat them with a hose. What are you going on about? I'm from the South, Fred. <laughs> we do things differently down there. Tree switch? Yeah. I used to pick my switch when I was young. In Vital's, house, in Vital's house, it was the Hot Wheels track. Uh, it was a barber belt, thick one. What is a barber belt? Ooh, like, that is thick. For the like championship hairdresser in town? <laughs> Old school. <laughs> Speaking of championships, our cheers and jeers of champions, okay, Van? Okay. All right. You want to go cheers or jeers first? I always want to go cheers right. first. Sticking with cheers first. Okay. So uh, my first one is going to be Caleb Dressel at the Olympics this year. He won five gold medals. It's very good. I don't care about swimming unless it's the Olympics, and I don't care about you unless you win five gold medals. Give me Caleb Dressel for my cheers as far as the champion goes. He could have won like 20 if Russia wasn't filled with a bunch of cheaters. So that Russia didn't compete. I don't know if you're aware of that. The ROC did. The yeah. Russian Olympic Committee did. And those people happen to be from Russia. I think it's Coalition of Russian Athletes. Cora? I don't know. Aura the Explorer on drugs. You're thinking Mexico. My champion of the year, and there might be some recency bias here. Okay. But it's John Daly and John Daly the second. Oh, yeah, for beating up on Tiger Woods and his kids. Yes. Yeah. They won the PNC championship, father and son duo. And the media didn't say peep about the Dailies whipping ass all tournament. It's all about Tiger and Charlie Woods. Which is a great story. I'll give you that. Well, but the dailies represented. I, like this is going to sound like bad radio, but spoiler alert: my jeer was going to be Charlie Woods for losing to that hack John Daly Jr. Okay, well you could just use it. <laughs> Dude, John Daly is such a better story. He playing barefoot, smoking cigarettes, had the coolest outfits. You know, he's got some of uh, Grandpa's cough medicine at the the ninth hole. <laughs> at the, you know, he's sipping some some spirits at the turn. That's my kind of golf right there. Slept with your mom but doesn't brag about it. Right. He would never say that to my face. Juliana Pena I have on my list because she was a one million to whatever underdog oh, yeah. against Amanda Nunez. Strong. Put yeah. her on the list, which automatically puts Amanda Nunez on my list as well for the jeer. The jeer, the loser? Yeah. My jeer of champions of 2021 is the clothing brand champion. Yeah, it's on the comeback. What the hell is that all about? I don't know. It's everywhere. Those are Walmart clothes. Not anymore. And now it's like $80 for a hoodie. What happened? That's just some ignorant 
It's great I, marketing I saw, on their part. I saw a story, Supreme. Do you know, like, height beast clothing brand Supreme? Have you seen this? Small, medium, large, Supreme. I'm Su- familiar. Supreme apparently bought Champion, and they're trying to pump them up. But it's blowing my mind. It's at Macy's. Yeah. Well, they, used, they used to have great active wear years and years ago. Then they moved the operations to Japan it, in the 80s and 90s, and it faltered. Is the vintage stuff worth anything? Because I have some. Well, there you go. Like the 80s stuff? Figure it out. Oh, Put it on yeah. eBay. It's real thick cotton stuff. You yeah. Know, active wear. My, my gray sweats make me look um, endowed. Okay. Yeah. I got one more champion. Okay, hit it. Roman Reigns. Uh, So Roman Reigns has been the WWE Universal Champion for the entire freaking year. That's impressive. And he will not lose it this year because there's not another pay-per-view until January 1st, day one. And this is the first time that has ever happened except for the other times that it's happened. It's happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is exceptional because he's gone up against the best of the best, and he stacked them. He's beat them. He's made him quit. Roman Reigns to me is the uh, he's the ultimate cheer of a champion in 2021. Excellent answer. Oh my god, another break, <laughs> Michael. When we're not breaking down games, this thing flies. <laughs> Going by, but it's pretty interesting though. You'd think championship team. Where we get back from the break, Dave and Buster's presents two men on the cheers and jeers of 2021 live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I nine, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Continuing down the year in review, cheers and jeers. Because Van Nunley is taking off next week to hang out with his fam and Lenny in Flagstaff. I've hung out with fans. That's whenever I made the transition to friend of the show. Okay. Because there's definitely a difference between, like, friends of the show and fans. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of friends of the show that I've had throughout my, get this, 19-year career. That's Congratulations. St- stupid long. But I would say, like, these are tremendous people. I've been in their weddings. Things of that nature. And then there are fans, and you're like, why do you why do you remember every little weird thing I say? <laughs> Lenny, I would call a friend of the show. No doubt. All right, so we did, we've done rookies. We've done champions. Now we're going to do championship team to finish out the hour. You go cheers first. The Braves. Yeah, I have the Braves as well. The Braves. Yeah. Everything they overcame to win a World Series title is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think that's very good. I don't think it's as good as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think, is the greatest cheer as far as championship teams go because they have the greatest champion who is Tom Brady. Sure. Yeah. If you want to say champion, you should have said Tom Brady in the previous no, he's, category. Well, he's the team. I mean, he's champion championship team. The Buccaneers. And I don't have a jeer for championship team because it's hard to jeer a championship team unless that team is the 2017 Houston Astros. So that is my jeer. And I, and I was having a hard time with it because I think the Chiefs are imitators. Like, they did have a big one recently, cool. 
But I don't think they'll ever win again. I don't think Patrick Mahomes will ever go back to that level. Everyone's saying they're the hotness right now. I'm not buying into that hype. They're the Vegas favorite to win the Super Bowl. It's the first time they've been the Vegas favorite since the beginning of week five. Tom Brady catches a couple injuries on the offense, and you think he's not going to win games? I think you're wrong. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He used to throw touchdowns and win Super Bowls to punt returners. He's not worried. They got that repeat felon Antonio Brown on the Buccaneers. You can't, don't, you don't need Godwin. Now. You don't need Edwins. Cannot cut him now. I am going to put your Houston Astros on there for the Jeers, though. Um, and it's not because they lost because the Braves are a good team. It's because they lost and they should have won to shut everyone up. They should have won. Broke my heart. Yeah. They sh- that one's lower down on my list. Yeah. It was it was for the Bra- or excuse me. For the Astros it was hey win it if you're bad and they weren't bad. Nope. No. Choked. Choked. Embarrassed really. Yeah. Yeah. Shut down. Uh not going to mention the NBA here cuz it wasn't as close as as people thought it would be and good for the Bucks blah blah blah. Michael, you put the Bucks on there, don't you? Like basketball Bucks, not football. Yes. Yeah. I wanted First to time s- in 51, 52 years they won a championship. Yeah, I mean, that is Quite cool. Impressive. I wanted to put USA Basketball on there because I feel like those guys are all a bunch of head cases and weirdos. And, like, the more I get to know about NBA player, like, through, like, exposure through social media and, and reporting, how I think I have less interest in the NBA per athlete than I have in a long time. The last Olympic team has a very A-team uh, vibe. Yeah. Like a ragtag bunch. That, Motley uh, crew. Stumbles along the way but gets it done in the end. Sure. Sure. And, like, I feel, like, and just hear me out, like, the USA Olympics basketball team and probably every NBA team, Austin Rivers just had some quotes on this the other day, players don't even like each other. Like, I don't feel like no one in the NBA is friends. I feel like they all respect the game. There's more than you think. A lot of the beef is generated by the media. Most of these guys are friends. They get to play basketball for a living. But I don't think they're friendly. Like, I just saw Kevin Durant talking trash to a child on Twitter. Like, Okay, well, that doesn't surprise anybody. No, it doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. He's like, he's that soft and weird all the time. Oh, do we have softest of the year? Is that a category? I was just going to call it the uh, the two men on annual Kevin Durant award that we both give to Kevin Durant every year. <laughs> Marshmallow <laughs> award. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's super good. And tacky, he'd win the tacky award because he's tacky. He's tacky? Yeah. Tackier than Cam Newton? <sighs> you go on a tirade on Twitter last year when a fan asked him something. Literally two days ago, Kevin Durant tweets at a child that he has soft moves on the court. And, and never forget that he set up a fake Twitter account to praise his real Twitter account. Yes. He's weird. It really happened. There's only one hour of the show left, so we're really going to have to pick up pace because I did a lot of work on what I think are a lot of these things. Okay, well, let's, let's pick up the pace a little bit. Let's go. Let's go. Best game of the year right now. No, just kidding. It's break. Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Well, I say forget the music. I don't know if you guys are. Hey, there we go. <laughs> That's like whenever you think the ball's about to drop on New Year's. It doesn't quite start at 10 and people are, can't get the pacing right. 
We're doing our cheers and jeers of 2021. Only one hour left in the program. And then one hour, Van goes on extended vacation. Uh, maybe we will have him back on January the 3rd. I'd like to have you back on January the 3rd, at least for a couple of days, because I know how much you celebrate January the 6th. And I don't want... I don't want you to come back on like one of your days. You'll never guess where that is on my list today. (laughs) All right. Cheers. I'm going, let's go athlete. Okay. Okay, Athlete. So, all right. So it's the cheers and jeers of athlete. Um, I have just one. I got two. All right. I have Shohei Otani. Okay. That's one of mine. Cause he put like in his sport where you just play one part, he plays all the parts. He plays both parts like a top 10 player in the league. Yes. It's insane. So that's my answer. And I'm going to go. I have one more cheer as well, but it's not as good as Shohei Otani. Okay. Mine was tied for different reasons. Shohei Otani should be the athlete of the year universally across all sports. It's not even close. It should. Yes, I agree. Also have Simone Biles. Oh, very good. For what she did for mental health awareness and yeah. standing up to the media. I love it. I mean, what she did for everyone who's struggling, I think, is goes beyond an athlete. So I have her tied with Shohei Otani. Okay, I think that's very good. Like, I would, that's a very good answer. I would put that ahead of Shohei Otani. I also have Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho is a professional wrestler. He wrestles okay. in AEW. I heard his name. Yeah, he's pretty good. But what he's done is he's uh, not just a professional wrestler, but he's a rock star, and now he's jumped into commentary. He's doing, like, all of the roles, and you're like, rock star? Yes, he's in the band Fozzie, like the only rock band on the planet right now. Fozzie? Yeah. Never heard of it. Uh, it's very good. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna put Chris Jericho on my list, but he's not better than Shohei Otani, and both of those are not better than Simone Biles. Hey, Albuquerque, you're listening to the band Fozzie and their number one hit, Waka Waka. Uh, Judas <laughs> is their number one hit. Judas. The jeers for athlete. I couldn't really think of one. See, like I struggle with okay. with negativity, but I just want to go with Cam Newton because he sucked for three teams in the yeah, past few years. Yeah, that's really impressive, actually. Yeah. And how many times is he going to get COVID? I that's think a good one. I got two. I got Kyrie. Ah. So I'm putting Kyrie on my list. Of Jeers athletes, yeah, that's a good answer. (laughs) Yes, he sucks. I also think I want to put Tyron Woodley on my list, and I don't because he made two and a half million dollars to get punched in the head, but I do because he got punched in the head. He went out, out. He went out, out, out. Little recency bias there. I'm going. So I think Kyrie is my worst athlete of the year. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I like yours a little bit better than Cam. Yeah. Except for unless the category is athlete who gets COVID the most, then Cam is a sure thing. Yeah, he doesn't mess up at that one. No. He's got it three times, right? He got the hat trick. Mm-hmm. He's the only person on earth I know with a hat trick. Yeah, Connor McDavid. So, all right, best game of the year. Okay, okay. I got a good one. You do. I got a good okay. one. Okay. So, a game is like sports. Like, soccer's a sport, and in soccer, there's matches. 
And in pro wrestling, there's matches. So I'm going to go with the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros at All Out. That was the best tag team match I'd ever seen in the history of all (laughs) tag team wrestling. If you haven't seen it, check out the Young Bucks as they took on the Lucha Brothers at All Out. Um, It's a huge deal. It is... It is why like pro wrestling should be an Olympic sport of art. My best game of the year is your Duke City Gladiators. Oh, good answer. Defeating the Iowa Barnstormers. Yeah. I was watching this one. at friend of the show, partner of the show, Dave and Busters, Busters, with the Gladiators contingent. They were down with two seconds left and did a little bit of trickeration. Right. Dello Davis, wide receiver Dello Davis, Off throws a touchdown to other wide receiver Jared Elmore. Yeah. Like at the like like hands extended, like no one else on the planet could have caught it. As time expired. Oh, it's such a good answer. That was my favorite game of the year, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, I agree. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. Uh, this is the last appearance from Daniel Bryan on SmackDown before going on to lose at WrestleMania to Roman Reigns where he smashed him and snacked him. Uh, but this, to me, was a 30-minute banger that shouldn't have been on free television, but because Fox has all the monies, I get to watch it regularly. So Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship on SmackDown. Okay. I believe you. You got another one? No, no, no. That okay. one just stood. That one just stood out so much. So I got Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson, <laughs> and you're like, that sounds pretty similar to Daniel Bryan. It's actually the same guy, but he jumped organizations and had to change his name. So he's on the list twice, as he went to a 30 minute time limit against the sweeper Kenny Omega. Very good. Okay. All right, you got Jeers for best game. I don't see how you can jeer a best game. You can do oh, a, I can. A, like do I a, can do it. A worst game? Oh, I'll do it right now. A worst game? It's stupid. Don't call me Chuck Chris Taylor of the L.A. Dodgers hitting a walk-off against the uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinals uh, and the NL wild card, uh-huh. and everyone's celebrating <laughs> at the top of their tiers and on their tippy toes and at the edge of their seats as the saddest thing and most exciting way possible in sports happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally. Just when you thought you were going to get out of it, you thought you were going to get out. I saw you breathe a huge sigh of relief. <laughs> when Albert didn't get it? When Albert Pujols didn't hit a walk-off home run. So stupid. And the color went back in your face. And then here comes a guy that you've personally never heard of, which I know to be Ooh. a very good player, Chris Taylor. No, don't call me Chuck. <laughs> By the oh, way, now when you said he walked away, did he walk out of the room, out of the house? What, oh, he left immediately. Did he, did he not, really? He did not, did not pass go, did not collect $200. <laughs> I did not say a single word to anyone, and I'm known for the Irish goodbye. Yeah, that was a very angry Irish goodbye. That was a Leprechaun 3 goodbye. I'm st- I think about it a lot. Like, I hate, don't call me Chuck Taylor. They did win 17 games in a row, so you got that. Yeah, but that like that's going to be on your list somewhere. Yes, obviously. Best game, best athlete in the books. We got time for best moment. You got time for best moment before the break? We do. I kind of did the same thing. I got best best game and best moment as the same one for me. Oh, okay. Do you want to do yours and knock it out? Uh, yeah. So my best moment is 
the return of WrestleMania in front of fans. Mm. So the day one of WrestleMania, Raymond James, Raymond James Studio, Stadium, Bobby Lashley comes out to face Drew McIntyre, and you like WWE does it so well. They just have fans crying, like literally bawling their eyes out as they're watching like WWE for the first time in over one years. You included. Yeah, but I was at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was a pretty good moment. I was gonna say. Me not dying from COVID-19. That's a big one. But that was in 2020. Yeah. It mm. was in 2020. Yeah. It doesn't make the list. But you still have ongoing health problems because of it, so it's kind of this year, too. Ah, lingering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like the cranberries. My worst moment is obviously my Astros Redemption Tour Yeah, getting stopped in the last city. Yeah. That sucked. I think my worst sports moment, it's probably the Tiger Woods crash. Like, uncovid related Aww. Because that, to me, was, like, bogus. Like, right when he's back at the top of the mountain. Yeah. Gets crashed right back down. I think that would be, I think the, yeah, I think that would be near the top. And there's been kind of a lot of tragedy in sport this year. We were just talking about um, old boy yesterday, Jackson. I'll play for the Buccaneers. Don't tip my tongue. Vincent. Vincent Jackson. Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's all very bad moments. I would say, I would say the best moment because you mentioned Simone Biles. It might be like that conversation when that happened. I get you that. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. So I think those are like near. What is it for you? Like, like the Milwaukee Bucks, like running on the yeah, court. Yeah. Exactly. Fifty-two year wait. And I think when it comes to pro sports, if it's over 30 years and you're a fan, you have Good to wait point. that long. That's a long time in queuing. Can you imagine over 50? You know what was a cool moment was here? Was New Mexico State, New Mexico? Like, With fans. Back. Yeah. That was really cool. It, like, was it the best? I don't know, but it, it like. A great moment. Yeah. That's a good one. That was super good. And it, was, it wasn't even like the start of the game, though, because, like, I think we had talked about this at the time. But Aggie fan and Lobo fan who hadn't been to a game in at least two years and for real hasn't been the most attending fan base around. Both. Yeah. So they showed up a little late on New Mexico time. But it was like the kickoff of the second half when it was packed out there. And you're like, okay, like here we are. Grab a break when we get back. Uh, pivot a little bit. Best, best movie, best TV? Could do that. All right, best movie, best TV. When we get back from the break, Damon Busters presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back at it. We're doing our cheap. monkey in pajamas. What is that? Huh? What? That's not the lyrics to that song. It's Eddie Vedder's birthday today. How old do you think Eddie Vedder is, Michael? Uh, Mid-40s. Nope. Ooh, see? That would have been my guess. Van is 40. I want to put that in perspective. I'm a man. <laughs> How old are you, man? 39? 39. That's the one that comes right before 40. Okay. So that means if, and according to Michael, Eddie Vedder is in his early 40s. He would put out Pearl Jam's 10 in 1993 and been 16. I'd have been 11. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, Michael. That sounds about right. You you two have zero perspective on time. Yeah. COVID messed me up. Yeah. COVID, COVID. screwed up the space-time continuum for me. 57. Eddie Vedder is 57. 57 years old. Wow. <laughs> He's like the only one to live through that generation. Dave Grohl. He's next generation. Oh, I disagree. I think they're I think they're one A and one B. You think? How old Dave Grohl? Dave Grohl's like Dave Grohl's probably what, mid forties? <laughs> Say mid fifties now. <laughs> I bet Dave Grohl is fifty seven. Fifty two. All right. All right, that's close enough. Five years is close enough. You know what year he's born? <sighs> yeah. I feel like you're gonna tell me. Nineteen sixty nine. Nice. Nice. All right, movie or TV first? You pick. Movie. Okay. So, uh, cheers and jeers of movies in 2021, okay? Okay. So, this doesn't mean you saw it in 2021. It means it came out in 2021. Right. All right. I will go first. Hit me. Fast 9 is on my list of cheers. Uh, it, it introduced John Cena into the Fast and the Furious uh, canon. Also, they went into outer space. Vin Diesel, all of like I'm a big fan of nostalgia. It had a lot of nostalgia, so I'm gonna say that Fast and the Furious Nine is on my list of cheers for movies. You love the Fast and the Furious, yeah. So they're near the top for me. I got two. I love them. One of them hadn't even came out yet. That doesn't. But I know it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna put it on my list. It's the Kurt Warner story, and that's no. It's never. It'll never do that. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza. That's not even out yet. I'm very excited for this movie. I think it's going to be phenomenal. You're such a lame fanboy. I like what I like. Also on my list is The Suicide Squad starring John Cena. So The Suicide Squad (laughs) was a tremendous banger of an action movie. I can't give you a ton of it outside of it came away with what could possibly be the greatest Halloween costume of all time, which is John Cena in the Suicide Squad. Speaking of Andersons, my okay. other movie of the year is also an Anderson. Is it out yet? It's Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Okay. That's what are you I thought doing? that was a great movie. I've never even seen that. Now, if you would have said Thomas Anderson, also known as Neo from Matrix Revolutions that I just watched last night after Mr. I got home. Mr. Anderson. After I got home from the comedy show, I watched the new Matrix movie last night on HBO Max. Oh, it's already on HBO Max? They didn't do, like, theater only? Why yeah, do, I thought it was theater only. Why do you two Whoa. feel like I would make up where I watch <laughs> The Matrix? Because well, I just thought you pirated it and said it was on HBO. No. Because I wouldn't check. What I, I don't care. You know how I am. We judge the comedy show. I had attention and notoriety from hundreds of strangers for hours i got behind the dashboard lights of my truck drove home where depression slowly seeps in because i've lost everything that energized me for the last many hours that's super high down to super low yeah so what did i have to do oh i don't know sit in front of a nostalgic piece like the matrix to remind myself that there was a simpler time in my life not Keanu is a nostalgic piece, isn't that's he? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What has Keanu Reeves ever made that's not good? We wouldn't even have Ted the Talks. The Replacements. Oh, the, the Replacements is brilliant. Gene Hackman <laughs> is so funny. So I don't, have, I don't have The Matrix on my Cheers. I thought it was good. My next Cheers 
is Spider-Man No Way Home, which I can officially spoil today as it has been one week. And let me tell you this. It is the finest piece of Marvel slash Sony slash whoever owns it, but comic book nostalgia that you can find. The entire thing is booby-trapped ridden with throwbacks, and it's fun, and it's engaging, and it's made for kids and adults at the same time, and it takes a level of creativity and writing that I do not possess. So it's on my list. That's my ultimate cheer of a movie in 2021. My movie jeer of 2021. We're going to have the same one. I didn't already tell you. Is Fast 9. What? <laughs> Your favorite movie of the year. That was funny. I dislike those so much. John Cena is in it. I know. Yeah. Didn't even save it. By the way, John Cena killed in suicide squad he's so good he was awful in fast nine you didn't even see fast nine i watched the highlights that give me one highlight if you i'm gonna i'm gonna hey, you're gonna tell me you can give me 10 i'm john gonna ask for cena, five john cena and vin diesel go to space no they went that, to space they did not that is so stupid damn it they did not go to space you are not correct honorable mention on my list of 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 cheers movies we got so many categories left like well, we're leaving so much on yeah, the table we'll get to them army of the dead starring former wwe superstar dave batista so army of the dead is a movie where dave batista has to lead a motley crew into las vegas nevada not new mexico to capture something i'm not real sure what the MacGuffin in the movie was but they have to fight zombies along the way. Correct. And Dave Batista body slams them. That movie was so bad. Conversely, the intro was so good. Yes. The first 10 or 15 minutes of that movie. Way better than Belly. Was, oh, how dare you. Oh, how dare you. Them's fighting words. Go to, go to commercial. <laughs> My jeer movie of the year is Dune. If you watch Dune and you didn't immediately fall asleep during mm. Dune, then I know that you weren't actually watching Dune. My goodness, you are so wrong about that one. Dune is garbage. That movie was beautiful. No. Smart. I thought, I thought it was True a good to the movie. book. I, yeah, I saw it. Cool. Do you guys also enjoy competitive paint drying? How do you guys feel you about- it was that boring? Yeah, international grass growing competitions? Is that what you two losers are into? Because that was Dune. Fred's biggest beef with Dune was it didn't have a single professional wrestler in it. <laughs> it had Jason Momoa, who has wrestled. Has he wrestled? Yes. He's part of the Rock, uh, Roman Reigns, family lineage, all that nonsense. And you still didn't like it? Oh, you're making me so mad. <laughs> it sucked. You want to go right now? We can't do TV? It's up to you. You tell me. We'll come back. All right, we'll come back. Come back. When we get back, our cheers and jeers of TV and music before we wrap up with Biggest Loser, Disappointment, and Bust of the Year. Having a lot of fun with it today. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Happy birthday to friend of the show, friend in real life, the ultimate UNM alum, 
owner of Graphic Connection, Scott Cregan. Happy birthday, big ah, dog. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Scott. Sharing with old Eddie Vedder, is he? I have no idea how old Scott is. Mid-40s. Seems about right. <laughs> One of the boys. One of the boys. We're doing our Cheers and Jeers episode. We're doing the best of and worst of of 2021. Just wrapped up movies. We both agreed that Dune was the worst movie of 2021. We did not agree at all. <laughs> there was no agreement there. Best TV of 2021. I have a two-way tie for second, and I have a obvious first. Okay. Okay. Let me guess yours. Okay. All the Marvels. Close. Okay. <laughs> so Hawkeye is not on the list, although I thought Hawkeye was good. But I have a real strong problem with heroines. For me, to write a lady and an action lead takes an amount of skill that I do not think is currently in Hollywood. Ooh. I do not think it's done well, ever. And the two exceptions I can give you, the Alien franchise and the Terminator franchise. Yeah, sure. Great examples. Sarah Connor, to me, is a bad Bia. Sure. Ripley, to me, is a bad Bia. Sure. Outside of that, it really falls off, and that's why I can't get into Hawkeye. One exception, Supernatural Powers. That helps. WandaVision is on my list of best TV shows of 2021. I thought WandaVision raked. WandaVision ties together a multitude of different Marvel concepts and ideas, puts it into one easily digestible, if you watch it with the necessary YouTube channels that explain to you everything you didn't understand during the show. WandaVision, to me, introduced the Scarlet Witch properly for the first time after what has been like 20 years. 10 years. Yeah. There you go. I liked it. I'd rather enjoyed it. I'm agree with you. Number one on my list for the second year in a row. No, it has to debut in 2021. The hell it does. That's the rules of 20. <laughs> the no, I make the rules. <laughs> this Ted Lasso again. Sucks. Ted Lasso. Season two was phenomenal. This is as the best thing on television all year. If you're not watching Ted Lasso. You're either Fred or your life is garbage. <laughs> you're, you're over here like, uh, I'm going to pick uh, for I'm going to pick Dave. I think Dave should be on there. Dave is my number one. And also, uh, give me Brockmire. No, these have already happened. They've already debuted. You can't pick them the second year. Yes, I can. Oh, you're so Season two of Ted Lasso <laughs> is my best TV of 2021 that, that's, because that's the favorite. series played in 2021 obviously i would pick monday night raw then i thought you were going to also on my list is loki i thought loki was very good i like loki that was my favorite and it introduced like a, a heroine main character that wasn't like so overpowered with plot armor that she was believable so give me Loki as my number two of Cheers for TV this year. I got a biggest surprise TV show of the year. And shout out to uh, Ken Jennings on Jeopardy. Our boss, Jared Hart, spoken word operations manager for turning me on to Halt and Catch Fire. It is phenomenal. It only yeah. lasted four seasons, but I watched it this year. That doesn't count again. I watched the show in 2021. <laughs> it's the best of 2021. We have conversations outside the program, Van and I do, Michael, where I'm like, Van, why didn't you do this work-related thing? And I'm just now finding out it's because he watches garbage, canceled-ass TV from years ago in his downtime. Hey, Vital, 
John Daly and his kid can't be the best champions of the year because John Daly golfed before. He didn't start <laughs> golfing in 2021, Mike. They've never had that competition before. It totally counts. <laughs> My last cheer was the debut of AEW Rampage on Friday nights. It's insanely good. It's only one hour long. You get to watch the top performers in AEW go at it. Very little promo time, all wrestling. I turn it on as I do the dishes. It's just a part of my life and routine. I haven't missed one minute of it since it debuted. I figured you're going there. Because it's excellent. And it debuted this year. It fits the criteria. Honorable mention on Hulu, What We Do in the Shadows, the vampire mockumentary. It did not start this year. Absolutely yet. hilarious. Damn it. The new season was in 2021. This is why you're so bad at this. I'll tell you what, my music, though, are both from 2021. Cool. <laughs> All right, here are my jeers. Okay. Captain America sucked. Captain America Ouch. is the worst thing outside of What If, which also sucked. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was average. Captain America? Yeah. I didn't need it to be what it was because it wasn't what it was trying to be. It is not the social and political commentary that it thought it was. It is not groundbreaking to put an African-American or a person of color in a lead in a TV series. I thought it was pretty cool. I <laughs> like that part of it. You thought that was a plot line, though? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. This is, like It has been SOP since your personal hero, Bill Cosby. Okay, first off, strike that, erase it, please. <laughs> Don't ever use that quote for anything that has to do with me, please and thank you. This one's a fresh one, but this jeer, did you already give your jeer? My bad. I don't have one. You don't have a single jeer for TV. I don't watch bad television. This is how I know you don't know. What are you talking about? You have no opinion on anything unless it's given to you by someone you would consider to be hipper than you. That's partially true. Yeah, it's 100% yeah, true. That's that's not not true. Wheel of Time sucks. Wheel of Time is Oh, did you get into it? No. We haven't had that conversation. Because it sucks did so you, bad. Did you even make it through like one episode? Yes. You made it through one and you stopped. Nope, got to two. So I watched the first two, and here's what you have to do. You have to turn your TV's brightness all the way up. That's the first thing you have to do because it's shot in blue-orange, and then it has a black filter over every single scene of the show. It's like the oh, long night wow. in Game of Thrones. It's in, Yes, it's insanely garbage. There's no cinematography. The director of photography, I think, was off literally the entire series. Maybe it was it, never even placed in the job. Like, it's a garbage program. And also, I don't like TV shows where the names are all just like, that is stupid. Just call someone Chris. Like, that is stupid. Well, I mean, the guy who wrote the book probably has specific names for what he's trying to go for. Yeah, okay. Hey, you got to keep watching, bro. It really gets really good in the fourth season. Forget that. <laughs> I like the Netflix formula. Cancel it after three. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I need. So Wheel of Time sucks. Wheel of Time has like 30 books, so get ready for a long run. Not, not on anything I own. Not, not on my viewing device. I'm not watching it. I ain't got time for that. No. All right, music. Uh, my, so my music, all right, I think my number one banger of the year is Leave the Door Open. That's a great song. That's my number one. Mm -hmm. So Silk Sonic does something really special there. It's a unique sound, and by unique, I mean it's like a 40-year-old sound brought back to right now. Yeah. So I'm into that. That's my cheer, and I have two more mentions. What do you got? Silk Sonic was my honorable mention. Okay. Uh, Tyler, the creators, call me if you get lost. 
This is his third really good album in a row. Oh, you're going albums. I went singles. Oh, just singles? No, no, okay. no. I went albums. Yeah, you go albums. So Silk Sonic's whole album is my honorable mention. Okay. Tyler, the creator's Call Me If You Get Lost. I really like his hip-hop, R&B hybrid vibe. It's okay. not as good as his last two albums, but I like it a lot. You're going to go back and forth? You want me to yeah. get the last one? So I got Peaches by Justin Bieber oh, on my gross. banger list. Gross. It has an absolute hook. It's everywhere. It's on pop. It's on rap. It's in the grocery store. I just I think it's an absolute fill-all of a song, Peaches by Justin Bieber. That song's garbage. It ruined Peaches for me. It ruined the whole state of Georgia for me. The, United, the President of the United States of America did as poorly to Peaches as Justin Bieber did proudly. You got that exactly backwards. Very funny. Okay. My last one is The War on Drugs. I Don't Live Here Anymore. It's one of my favorite bands, and they slightly tweaked and reinvented their sound. Just like Tyler, it's not as good as their last two albums, but it's a very good album. And what super cool guy told War on that. Drugs. I Don't Live Here Anymore. Uh, my last cheer is Heat Waves by Glass Animals because I didn't feel like it was pop, and I feel like it's close to alternative rock, mm, yeah. and I still have some connection to alternative rock. I, li I like that. I like uh, that. My yeah. cheer, though, is Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift redoing the red – forget it. I'm going to step away for a second. You go crazy. It is super hot okay. fire garbage. The smell of that music makes me repulsed. To put 10 minutes into a song, release it to pop radio, and then have pop radio circumvent commercial breaks so they can find enough time to just drool all over themselves as they listen to it is embarrassing to music, is embarrassing to anyone who's ever created music, and anyone who's going to follow this point in time will be known as post-Taylor Swift's garbage debut. And that will be better music moving forward. Sucks. Okay, you done? What's your jeer? I don't disagree whatsoever. <laughs> I don't disagree at all. I think she's a baller. It's a cash grab. She is a baller by using two music breaks to make one long song on Saturday Night Live, which has never been done before. Yeah. Very smart. That was a smart move. Remastering all of her old albums and then re-releasing her like albums doing again. Michael's like doing nothing. Very smart. It's a very baller move. It's like putting uh, Star Wars in HD and being like, re-release. She got ripped off by her first couple music contracts, and now she's taking control. Oh, hey, I think that's a baller move. She got ripped off, Michael, or she was just an idiot and didn't understand how contracts worked, and she did not get ripped off at all, and the industry treated her the way she should have been treated, like talentless. You're not wrong. Like We're it's both right. True. We're just saying it differently. Do you have any jeers on music? we got to go to break. No, nah, I don't listen to bad music. That, again, Vital, it's this all the time. <laughs> Dave Busters presents Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion and Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports annual. Classic, your boys, four-time management. Here we go. We're going to rattle them off. Vital, jump in where you got to jump in. Coach of the year, okay? Andy Reid. Stupid answer. <laughs> Tony LaRussa. Very good answer. He beat a DWI. He's like 113 years old, and he's still got a <laughs> bunch of kids into the playoffs. Steve Kerr dealing with those idiots, but still winning gold. Smart. Uh, my, my jeer for coach of the year, John Gruden. I think John Gruden, literally the worst coaching performance of all time. You're going to go John Gruden over Urban Meyer? Yeah, that's the one I had. I have him as biggest bust. Okay. So. <laughs> 
think that's a good one if you ask me. Uh, so that's, who's your biggest? Oh, you have Urban Meyer for your gear on coach? Yeah. Okay. I got Urban Meyer on here twice. Yeah, same. So for biggest bust, I have Urban Meyer. Okay. Right behind drafting Christian McCaffrey, number one overall in your fantasy football league. Ha- that's the biggest bust I have of the year. That's strong work. <laughs> yeah. You know why that's even funnier for us two sitting here? Because I got Christian McCaffrey on both my fantasy teams this year. I would say the biggest burst is drafting Cooper Cup in the first round of your fantasy draft. You could have got Jonathan Taylor in the first round and Cooper Cup in the second round. and You look like a genius. Yeah, very easily. You'd be in a good spot. So that's my biggest bust, biggest burst. What do you got for biggest burst? Uh, I don't have a burst. Uh, I do have more busts. Okay, go. I have, I guess I put it in the embarrassment category. Works for me. And I have Urban Meyer t- uh, tied with the January 6th insurrection. Ooh. So I thought at first you were going to have Urban Meyer tied with Urban Meyer and then again tied with Urban Meyer for three different appearances. For three different snafus. Yes. That's, that's how bad Urban Meyer was this year when he's in the discussion with the January 6th insurrection. Yeah. Yeah, both those things suck. They super suck. Uh, biggest uh, biggest disappointment of the year for you was what? Uh, the Island Boys. Okay. Yeah, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, they were all over the place. Yeah. And they like just uh, like poking with a stick, like do something. They never did anything. I'm going to go with uh, the United States of America's COVID-19 response. Mm, Could bad. not be more pissed. That's mad. It's bad. Very bad. It's very bad. Very bad. Uh, my biggest appointment, I don't know if that's the opposite of disappointment. Okay. I don't Is is that a thing? I don't know. I don't see why not. I guess I'm going to go with Mike Schilt of the St. Louis Cardinals and put my boys on a 17-game win streak to come back from 0.25% opportunity to make it to the playoffs, then make it to the playoffs. Yeah. That was such a Christmas come early. I Like, oh, look what I found after every single W. So I'm going to go with that for my biggest appointment of the okay. year. If we're going to switch it from appointment, I'll, I'll just slide my breakout over to the biggest appointment. Go ahead. And the biggest appointment of the year is Brett Goldstein. He played Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. I thought his season two performance was a real breakout. So uh, kudos to him. Man, I, I think that's a pretty good one. Sure. How would you know you didn't watch it? I'm going to say best performance of the year was us putting on Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Lobo Theater, and we did that. Ah, there you go. Yeah, we did that over Halloween, and that was a special time for us because there was no, like, like Delta wasn't doing what Delta was doing. Like, Omicron wasn't doing what it's doing. You felt maybe, the, like, the world was going in another direction. We checked everyone's vaccinations. We had masks, and we absolutely put on a banger of Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Lobo Theater. I have a tied for best performance of the year. Okay. Tyler, the creator at Lollapalooza, he did his whole Call Me If You Get Lost album with like a crazy huge set and like moving parts. It was very smart. A lot of fun to watch. I don't believe you were there. And then tied with that is our show every day. That's very good. Every single day. (laughs) I was also going to say Steph Curry's performance uh, beating the three-point yeah, uh, all-time record. Old, no, why. that doesn't count because he played basketball last year. And did it this year. And <laughs> uh, also Westbrook with the triple-double deal. That, to me, is a very big record that no one really talked about at length. I know we didn't on the show. Okay, yeah, that's oh, a good point. Yeah, yeah. Those on that kind of slid past, didn't it? It did a little bit. Um, okay, biggest loser of the year. you got to pick one. Okay. okay. I'm giving you two. 
I'm telling you, there's probably more than two. But to me, it's either Urban Meyer or it's Kyrie Irwin. Who, like, who do you who are you going with? Okay, we're gonna lose a couple fans here. Yeah. And uh, Donald J. Trump. Oh yeah. What a loser. <laughs> he lost bad. Just ripped the Constitution in half. Yeah. Had people storm the Capitol. It's telling people lies about COVID and while he's getting vaccinated and boosted. He is a loser. He got adios, good riddance. Michael, he got super booed by these people that are supposed to love him because he was like, Hey, go get go get your booster. And they were like, Boo. And he's like, What? Trying to save you. Like, and there's a lot going on. I don't know if you guys are following this committee stuff. And by the way, this January sixth committee started in June. Yeah. We are in December. They got shovels full of dirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it won't be this year, next year, or the year to follow, but eventually, like, these emails and texts will come out from some Julian Assange-style, like, like quote-unquote terrorist. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to read all of this. Told you. Yeah. Van will be like, hey, we're doing the show this week. I'm like, I'm not available. I'm reading all of this. <laughs> Find me uh, uh, kept up. I don't know. What do you say when you're reading? I've never read a book in my life. When I'm, I'm in my nook. Is that right? That one was right. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I associate a nook with where you eat breakfast at a bed and breakfast, but you, sure. You can have a reading nook, like a cozy place. Is it one of the tablets called a nook? Nook and cranny. I feel like you're correct. Yeah. There's like a Kindle and then a nook. And like a fire nook yeah. or something? The Amazon Kindle Fire, I think. Well, that's a thing on its own. See, I don't like reading off of those. I like the paper. I like having like a real book in my fingers. Yeah, physical book. For yeah. why? We don't have enough time to go into this, how important <laughs> reading is for the development of your brain, fighting Alzheimer's, interpreting new information. I read all the time. You, with your ears. I mean, I read, like I have Reddit. I read Reddit. You just read the top comment. And you think you've read the article. No, no, no. I read it. count. <laughs> I can, hey, if I click on the very first article and read it right now, I probably already read it. All right, it's actually a photo, so this isn't a good example. But you see what I'm doing. You see where I'm getting to I get here. you. Good year in review. Good 2021 for the program. Thank you to all of our day oneers who are currently with us. We've had a lot of fun with it. Football is coming up after us. Mike Trujillo is for sure after football. Yes, he's coming in. Yep. That dude loves football. Football. And, you know, I don't know if you know, but he's like a Kansas Chiefs fan. Mike Trujillo? Yeah. No. Yeah. And they're and they're apparently projected to do well, and he will run with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would take a bet against that. I don't know if Mike Trujillo is a betting man, but I would be like, hey, may I please bet against that? Because I don't believe that to be true. You left off one category. Oh, no, I didn't. What was it? The best play of the year. Oh, I mean, I have mine. Yeah, drop it real quick. Okay, so my cheer, this is my, the the Suggs three-pointer uh, against UCLA in the NCAA tournament. Did you see that? That's strong work. That's the, that was the play to me. That's the best play. Yeah, that's, it's that's a great really one. Good. Yeah, that's what I had for my cheer. What would you have? My best play of the year is Hamilton again. Did not come out this year. <laughs> You're still performing. It came to Albuquerque. What are you doing here? Watching plays. <laughs> Lin-Manuel, whoever, whatever. That garbage came out years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know. five or they're six. Still, they're still doing it, though. Came to Albuquerque. It's coming back in February. I'm excited. Let's go again. 
it'll be my play of the year next year, too. Any final words before the end of the year, Van? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next year, Burke. For 50 years, Clark's Pet Emporium has been your pet's favorite stop. Clark's has shelves full of pet beds, sweaters, toys and treats, habitats and tanks galore. Locally owned and operated with two convenient locations, Clark's is celebrating 50 years thanks to you. The Christmas Superstore, ClarksPets.com. This report is sponsored by Clark's Pet Emporium. Traffic looking really good this afternoon. I-25 and I-40 both moving up to speed here in the metro. North of the city between Albuquerque and Santa Fe. I-25 looks good in both directions there. South of town, Albuquerque to Los Angeles. No problems to report. Your river crossings, Alameda and Montano, as well as Paseo, all looking good this afternoon as well. Kirtland Federal Credit Union is hiring. We're looking for talented people to join our growing team in a wide variety of areas. Kirtland FCU has been a strong community partner for over 60 years. Visit kirtlandfcu.org slash careers to apply today. kirtlandfcu.org slash careers. We can't wait to meet you. This report is brought to you by Kirtland Federal Credit Union. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Visit any of their stores today or shop online at AmericanHome.com. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. The pandemic's reminded us we live in a sea of airborne germs that can assault us with every breath. Your nose is the body's first line of defense by helping filter out allergens, bacteria, and viruses before they reach your lungs. But like any air filter, the more clogged up it gets, the less it works. So how do you clean your nose? I'm Martin Hoke, and I didn't invent nasal irrigation. The neti pot's been around thousands of years. But I did invent Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. Navage uses powered suction to flush out mucus and germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you sick. Over 2 million people use Navage to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage has over 70,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars because it works and it's easy to use. Go to Navage.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Now available with eucalyptus for a spa-like experience. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. I'm Rob Sneed, General Manager at PowerFord. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, I want to personally invite you to Power Ford. We'll give you a better deal and a better experience. Find your ride at mypowerford.com or come see us on the affordable side of Albuquerque on Montano West of I-